The following content is approved by three out of four dark liquor suppliers. Mm. Start the show. Ask for us by name. I'd like to meet them. <laughs> well, it's three out of four dark liquor suppliers because I count night. I count Nyquil as dark liquor. Oh, okay. Same uh, effect. They they didn't wa- they didn't want to ride with it, but you know they're lost. It's fine. Uh, niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions. While black, your black ass cheat sheet for the weekend foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy Oz, and I have been drinking for four days straight. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, that is a record. Still managed to get in leg day today. Hey, I can't go too hard because I I do have to do leg leg day tonight at some point. Mm. Uh, I went hard like five six days straight last week. Um, I am I am gonna I am gonna come out of come out of this damn quarantine shit uh, with some kind of improvement. Shit, we got extra time. <laughs> we show motherfucking do. Damn. Welcome to Texas. Uh, that's that's that bullshit. We got a whole newly mutated version of that virus. Oh my god. We will we will definitely get to that. Um, this is episode ninety four. Ninety four. Uh, how was your week, Randall? Mm. The exact same as the last twelve weeks. <laughs> the exact same. <laughs> Every day is Monday. <laughs> Every day is Monday. Until you get to uh, whatever today is. <laughs> it is... Um, it's definitely Sunday. I, I, I will say, though, I've, I'm, I'm doing a much better job of tuning out. Uh, I've started doing things like reading books. There you go. You know, we all know I love that shit. Yes, with a novel concept. Yes, and the people... Who, People out there don't know what books are. They're these things made of paper with words in them. Um, a, a lot of the movies you've you've watched come from books. Yes, uh, that was a heavy pour, by the way. Yeah, I saw it. That's you put a nice. Dent oh, in that it. was a heavy pour. Um, I don't know, my week was all right. I um, I caught up. I I got caught up on. I'm trying to break my uh. Uh, unlock my battle pass on Call of Duty. Um, watch, let's see, did I watch any any real content? Um, no, I want to see. I, well, I'll get to the BET Awards later, mm. um, for better or worse. Um, more Longmire. Six six seasons, so it's a pretty good binge. Um, actually, you know what I did do? I I, I take it back. This is. Kind of off the beaten path. Okay. Um, I binge. I started binge watching Superstore. 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 NB, Superstore. NBC sitcom. Okay. Starring America Ferrara, aka Ugly Betty. Oh, I'm in already. She if, cute. If you've ever worked retail in your life. Which oh, I this have, is the one. This is the one. I was. I'm. I'm actually. I've been putting it off. It's. I mean, it's been out for like five years or whatever. Right. I think they. They're like in season six or something like that. Um. I've been putting it off. I said, uh, I got some time. And on like Friday, I went through the entire first season without realizing it. It's, if you've ever worked in retail, 
you will feel it. You know, I, and come to think of it, I actually, let's see, maybe it was last Friday, I think. Um, MTV was doing a a whole, like, throwback Friday or something, mm-hmm. and they played the, the first season of The Real World. Ooh, that's tough. Because the first season of The Real World, they didn't have any rules for them. Right. So it was a bunch of niggas sitting in the house, like, watching TV. Well, well <laughs> okay, so... Here's my thing, and I'm going to get into... I have another bone to pick with MTV that I'm going to get into later at some point in this podcast. But, so, the first one, of course, with probably the second or third most successful person to ever come out for the real world, Kevin Powell. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't... Because, now, I was... I forgot when the real world premiered, but I'm pretty sure I was in elementary school. It was like 92. Oh, okay, so I was definitely in elementary school. Yeah. So, but I was hooked on the real world from the beginning mm-hmm. and watched it for a very long time. Yeah. So I was kind of a, I was a fanatic. And so for me, that as a little kid, that first season got into a lot of shit that went over my head now as an adult Particularly how black people are portrayed even on reality TV. Because Heather B. was on that one, right? Heather B. was on that one. So they really tried to portray Kevin Powell as kind of an aloof asshole. Yeah. When really as a grown man watching it, he seemed like a cool ass nigga. Yeah. And they really started a fight with him him uh, over him being on the phone and falling out with the the southern know nothing white girl Julie, yeah, who has proven herself to be the original OG Karen. <laughs> she told everybody that Kevin threatened to hit her with a candlestick, mm. and everybody just went for it. Nobody wanted to hear this nigga side of the story. They just went for it, and yeah. the nigga walked in looking genuinely shocked, like, "What the fuck are y'all talking about?" Eric, that asshole yep. from the grind, yep. tried to act like he was going to put hands on him because he wanted to fuck Julie. And this all ends with them falling out and him basically coming to grips with trying to explain race to the white people in the house. Yep. Watching him explain race to these people and that, and the, it, that racism is kind of an institutional thing and it's kind of, it's a mindset that goes beyond just calling someone a nigger, mm-hmm. they looked baffled. No one had, a black person had never spoken to them about this before. The wild part is, that was 30 years ago. We are having the same <laughs> fucking conversation. Same conversation. I swear to God. And it all ends with Julie saying, I really respect Kevin, and I like Kevin as a person, but I'll never be alone with him again. Like a spoken like a true Karen, you dumb. Mm, mm, mm. So I was gonna stop saying that shit. Right. And then they flip right to, and then they flip right to uh, Heather B smacking the shit out of somebody <laughs> for talking crazy in their house, and the, and them calling the police. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, man. I now I want to go back and watch at least the first four Real Worlds. I know I can get them. I have the first one on DVD, actually. Yeah, that one That one is a tough watch, but I remember with that one, it was so boring that they actually started stirring the pot on purpose. And once they realized they can create mess, 
it carried over into season two with uh, with, Tammy Roman, with Tammy and David, and David. That was his name when they basically charged her up to make her believe that he was attempting to rape her and kicked but, him out of the house. Yeah, he was the, he was the first person to get kicked out of the house. Yeah. A nigger. Yeah, that was crazy. Like, y'all, that, really, y'all really charged this up. And again, y'all look. I look. What he did was not right. No, no, not it at all. It was not right by any stretch. There was no, there was no level of consent there. No she clearly made, she made it clear that they were playing too much. Right. But what they took it to, it's particularly what the white girls took it to. Yeah. They, the they, white girls gassed her up. That's what it was. Yeah, they they gassed her up to think it was rape. And I'm like, y'all, y'all gotta. Again, this is this. That's the kind of stuff that does make it difficult for people who are trying to make actual accusations of. Right now, and again, we are not yeah. we are not accusing sexual assault survivors at all, or sexual assault victims of lying. That's not what we're talking about. At all. We're talking about the Karens. Yes, we're talking about the same Karens that escalate things for no reason to pull a gun on to pull a gun on black people. Mm. We're gonna get into that later. We're talking about the same Karens that we've been watching on social media for the past three weeks. Yep. Who melt down and scream bloody murder in the middle of the street when you ask them what's wrong? We're talking about that kind of shit. We're not. We're we we are always in support of 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 victims of sexual assault. Always, every time. But that's not what we're talking about here. Right. Just to clarify. Just to doubly clarify. Um. But yeah. So as a matter of fact, I, I have some ideas about unpacking more of the real world and we'll get to that as as we go down the lane in year three <laughs> um i want to give special flowers to a houston local to marcus black oh the homie marcus black we now we kind of we didn't get to this because it was it was that off week yeah but marcus black has been um has officially been doing the remedy for three years Oh wow! This is three year anniversary. Nice. So, um, thank you, Marcus Black, for three years of giving us good music. Good music, you know, really, really positive dude. Um, good dude to be around. Never heard, it, never heard anything anybody saying anything bad about and him. I, that, and I whooped their ass if I heard something. Real bad talk, about him. real talk. Love that guy. Uh, Stand up, dude, man. Hit him with the air horns. Beep, 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 beep. Um. Having said that, let's go into humans ain't shit. <laughs> go right into the bullshit today. That's a hard segue. Um, Hamilton. Yeah. Hamilton has de- has made its exclusive debut on Disney Plus. I'm probably gonna watch it when we finish recording here. I'm watching the fuck out of this shit. I'm already a fan because I was too poor to see it in person. Real talk. Until like all the real people left. Um, and so. Because they're bored, and because it's the 4th of July weekend, and woke niggas ain't got shit else to do right now, woke niggas decided it was time to go ham on Hamilton. Mm. Uh, With this bullshit about, I can't believe you people are lionizing a slave owner. (laughs) I can't believe you people would, would celebrate and sing and dance with someone playing a slave owner. How dare you? How dare Lin-Manuel Miranda? The nerve of him. 
Y'all, let's get let's get one thing straight. If you really look at pop culture, if you look at America's history, I highly doubt you're going to find someone in the annals of history from that period that did not own slaves. Right. Are you are you canceling money? Cuz in the immortal words of Dave Chappelle, those are basically just slave trader baseball cards. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we still want our Tubmans. Yeah, yeah, we still ain't got them. I don't see you up. I don't see you up fighting for that shit. But Hamilton is an easy target because it's popular and it's trending. And the one thing woke niggas hate more than anything else, more than racism itself, is black people enjoying things. <laughs> hate, hate, hate black people enjoying things. Get up just mad at the white walls in your house. I thought this was a good use of cultural appropriation. I thought it was a good use of it. Agreed. Agreed. How, what better, what better can you do than flip the concept of the founders into people of color? Black and indigenous and people of color. How, what better flip is that of getting, and getting the bag for it? And I'm talking about like career defining bags. Lynn is stupid rich off of this shit. You know, and, and if you think about the people that got launched, like David Diggs, Lamar Odom, Renee Goldsberry, uh, uh, no Leslie Odom, Leslie not Odom. Lamar Odom, Leslie Odom, Lamar Odom, Lamar Odom, Odom, Lamar Lamar Odom is, is the cracker. Yeah, okay. he, he fucked Khloe Kardashian. <laughs> right, <laughs> he went in the opposite direction. Right. Um. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Leslie Odom definitely caught the bag. Anthony Ramos. Anthony Ramos got the bag. Yeah. And 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 here's the other thing, y'all. Y'all, y'all are real picky and choosy. After centuries of white Jesus, some of y'all got white Jesus in your house right now. Hugged up with Martin Luther King <laughs> and Tupac. Get the fuck out of here. Abraham Lincoln was a vampire hunter, but y'all ain't okay with Alexander Hamilton singing show tunes. Fuck is wrong with y'all. What the fuck? Let people enjoy shit. Yeah. And if you don't want to partake in it, you ain't got to partake in it. Nobody's begging you to. But leave people to fuck alone about what they like. Especially, we're going through a very, very unprecedented, unprecedentedly sensitive time. There's a pandemic. Yeah. There's two pan. And if you're black, there's two pandemics. Yeah. And if you're a black woman, there's three pandemics. covid uh, racism and uh, misogyny. Yeah. All at once. No cure for either. No cure for at least two of them motherfuckers. <laughs> um, only, and, only one of them has a vaccine in the works. And and we still and we still ain't trusting that. We gotta let the white people take that shit yeah. first. You know, Farrakhan came out of nowhere to tell everybody, um, don't trust it until a black doctor approves it. No shit, Farrakhan. No shit. I'm not. I'm not. Even, I'm not taking until a white person takes it. That's it. And we didn't need Farrakhan to come out of hiding with this snake. Well, anyway. Anyway. Um, but leave people the fuck alone about Hamilton, please, for the love of God. Just, just for you to come up and and take up all the air in the room, telling us shit we already know. Y'all weren't mad about Nate Parker. If y'all really want to talk about revisionist history. Talk about old rapist ass Nate Parker and the birth of a nation. 
that 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 catcher Freeman fan fiction. <laughs> the fuck out of here. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? I really want to know. I want to know from the woke niggas. What is wrong with you? What is so horrible about people enjoying a thing? Because I guarantee you if I look through your shit, it's not all going to be sanitized. It's not all going to be sanitized and non-problematic. It's a problematic motherfucker in your playlist somewhere. Mm. Y'all didn't have shit. To, and then, to to paraphrase Jesse Williams, if you were going to attack black and or people of color about their historical ac- accuracy or inaccuracy on a thing, or if you're going to complain about something in our culture, you have to do. You have to keep the same energy and have that complaint for white people. And y'all don't. Because y'all let Inglorious Bastards ride. That was actually a good movie. That was a pretty good movie. I'm just saying. Tim Roth, run, Tim Roth and, Brad, and Brad Pitt running around beating up Nazis, Nazis. with baseball bats. Not historically accurate. Not remotely. They had Hitler getting shot in the face with a machine gun in a in a burning theater. Get the fuck out of my face, y'all. Y'all watched 300? Mm. And did push-ups after it. That shit ain't historically accurate. I bet I, I bet none of the Spartans actually looked like that. No. And the Persians definitely were not 11 feet tall. Because <laughs> I've seen them today. <laughs> them niggas are not 11 feet tall. Xerxes looked like Look like Ty Dollar Sign. That's what he looked like. <laughs> Damn. I'm just saying, y'all, y'all don't keep the same energy about shit. It's a bunch of historically inaccurate shit. I'm just saying, Shaka Zulu. Let me tell you, Shaka Zulu was not historically accurate. Well, it was close. It okay. was. It was pretty close. We got I, to see, I take that back. We got to see titties on broadcast TV, though. We did. What? We did. We. It, <laughs> it, it don't it don't look like that. It don't look like that at us. I was a kid. I didn't know how to fucking act. Hey man. Look, I was in like fifth grade. Right. Um all I'm saying is if you don't fuck with it, don't fuck with it. But going around shaming people shaming people I, I don't know where I saw this quote. Shaming people triggers them into acting. Mm. It's all- Inspiring people triggers them into actual action. Wow. It's true. I like that. For once, can we not shame people into doing what we want? I might plagiarize that one day. Man, rip it off, man. I got you. It's cool. Um, And with that said, uh, let's get our shit off with the song of the week. Uh, I didn't have a song of the week lined up, but in celebration of uh, my man Jada Kiss, <laughs> Reminding niggas what time it is out here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll get into that a little later too. But Jadakiss is getting his proper respect out here finally, um, as the nigga that could annihilate probably sixty uh, percent of your favorite rappers. Um, song of the week is I'm gonna go light. Uh, song of the week is um, Mariah Carey featuring Jadakiss and Styles P. Um, the We Belong Together remix. Mm. Um, I love this joint. I do. Um, uh, it, Emancipation era shit was fire. So go ahead, get comfortable, pour yourself something. We're gonna have a good time. We'll be right back with more opinions while black. Let's go. When you left, I lost a part of me. Is this so hard to believe? Come back, baby, please, cause we belong together. <laughs> remix, remix, remix. 
that was the We Belong Together remix featuring uh, with Mariah Carey featuring Jada Kiss and Styles P. Um, that shit was fire. Oh, the 90s. Right. Slash early 2000s. <laughs> like, when Mariah, like, people, we can make jokes about Mariah and how, and how her vibe has deteriorated a little bit. <laughs> but when Mariah was on, Mariah was on. When Mariah wanted to be black, she was on. (laughs) Like, like, as somebody who liked the same vibe of music that she liked, Tom Tom Club, all that shit, when she tapped into that vibe, fire. Fire. There's even some shit on Glitter. um, On the soundtrack, I actually let her make it for. Uh, I like a DJ Save My Life sample. I'll just say it. Yeah. Uh, she sampled a couple of shits that were kind of fire. Um, if only the movie had been fire. If only. If only. If you can't have the brat acting uh, and act like that's going to be a good movie. And Ter- and Terrence Howard playing every light-skinned nigga ever. Oh, Terrence. <laughs> Still trying to, still trying to unlock, still trying to reinvent the Pythagorean theorem and shit. <laughs> still regretting Iron Man too. No, <laughs> have you ever? As a matter of fact, have you ever, in your life outside of school, used Y equals M X plus B? Nope. Okay, just checking. <laughs> just checking. Neither have I. <laughs> but this nigga want to reinvent math. Now, if I were on drugs, maybe. Oh, probably, most Allegedly. Likely. Ain't no telling what the fuck I have invented and reinvented and invented again uh, while I was wiling out in my wilder days. Um, Gotta get into a little bit of seriousness here. Um, and I just want to, I just want to point out that just because it seems like things have died down a little bit on social media, the fight is not over. Um, we're still out here fighting for our lives. Make no mistake. There are still people out here dying uh, from police brutality in the era of a broken system. And we are not pivoting away from that. People are still marching every day. People are still out here marching every day. People are still out here contending with the police every day. We are not pivoting away from that. Um, we still have, we, we are still committed to using our platform responsibly Having said that, we do want we we do want to give a good balance, and we want to make sure y'all are entertained as well. Um, Did you know that according to the New York Times, the Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter may be the largest movement in U.S. history? I believe it. In history, y'all, one hundred percent. I believe it. So I, you, you don't have to convince me of that. So if y'all want to understand why this feels a little bit different, it's because. More people now than at any other point in U.S. history are tired of this bullshit. Real talk. More people than ever are tired of this bullshit. And I've said it before. And there are some and and there are some white people out there that are waking up to this shit. Yeah. Cause let me just cause uh, once we've once we're done having the discussion about black lives, white people got to have uh, white people. On and below the poverty line, have to have a discussion amongst themselves because y'all ain't safe either. No. The only people that the only white the only people that are a hundred percent safe from the police are rich white people. Um, 
once we've had the discussion, and again, this is a fight that's going to go on for a while. Y'all got to have a discussion amongst yourselves because they ain't here for y'all either. And just so y'all understand as well, this is just this is just one part of it. This is just the tip of the iceberg. They've already started marching about Vanessa Gillen. Oh shit! They've already they were already at City Hall yesterday. What the fuck is going on at Fort Hood? Vanessa Gillen. So I'm I'm not one of these people that wants to sound alarmist. Now now just just so I'm clear on who we're talking about. This is the one. This is the this is the one that was killed. um, She's. Trans? Is this the trans? No, 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 no. She is. She's a U.S. Army soldier who stationed at Fort Hood, okay, in right, Texas. Right, right. Um, she reported sexual assault or was about to. Gotcha. Um, That's the one. Yeah. So she was going to report sexual assault, um, and she was killed, possibly, by the man that she was having an affair with, and his whatever. Whatever, her, whatever, superior her, officer. Well, whatever her title is, girlfriend. Okay. I don't know. Bet. Um, Jesus, man, what the fuck? Yeah, and of so, course, it's and of course it's Texas. Yeah. So the, I mean, she reported it, and so she turned up missing. She was missing for like two weeks. Yeah. They found her body halfway buried somewhere with concrete poured on top of it. So fuck. You know, trigger warning for y'all. Uh, basically, the guy bludgeoned her to death in the armory, hid her body for a little while, and then dragged it out and tried to bury it under concrete. So this goes back to that whole conversation about sexual assault in the military and how the military has their, you know, the line that they draw. Right. When it comes to protecting their own. But all that to say is, if y'all are getting exhausted about um, about black people wanting to be treated equally and not killed by law enforcement, y'all are going to get tired as well when we start, when that when that conversation begins to pivot into sexism and misogyny, like like and us. class divide. Yeah. So the, the conversation at this point is not going to go away. Everything is transparent, or is becoming more transparent now. People are tired of y'all shit. Real talk. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail you. That's fine. No, 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 that's fine. Um, also, the Elijah McClain murder. Yeah. Now this took place a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we are just now figuring. We are just now finding out that the four uh, police officers that were that uh, were involved in the murder of Elijah McClain, who put him in, who again, again with this chokehold shit. Yep. This chokehold shit is becoming the go-to man. Like, and um, were had him in this chokehold and killed him. Apparently, after the murder, they were. They were doing selfies. They were reenacting it, yeah. They were reenacting the murder and putting each other in little headlocks and shit. And they're all now now out of a job. Now, I'm happy about them all being out of a job. Still not enough. But it's not enough. And because for all I know, they're still getting pension. Probably. And that's probably why they went straight to firing them once this came out. So they could save... So they could... um, keep some money in their pocket and and offer them pension. I am not cool with that. They're not even I don't see anything about them being brought up on charges. Um the Brianna Taylor's murders have not been brought up on charges that I know of. Nope. No. Okay. Still have not been brought up on charges. This is national news now. Yeah. Think about that. This is national news. Everyone knows this. 
there's a police department out there that murdered a black woman and murdered this black man and everybody's eyes are on them. Everyone. They've talked about this shit at the BET Awards. Yeah. Marseille Martin was like, um, arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. And no action has been taken. None. Because the police feel emboldened that they can just they can just weather the storm. That they can just they they can just bunker down and weather the storm and once we stop talking about this, everything will be in the right again. And we have to make it clear that that's not the case this time. And that's not going to be the case going forward anymore. Social media has become too big and social media is leaving no is leaving people with nowhere to hide. People are tired of this shit, quite and, frankly. And so the light that we shine on this is only going to get bigger uh, because we are not pivoting away and we're not looking away. And we, everything, has, everything is coming into focus to a point where we can't look away anymore, even if we wanted to. So there's that. Um, tell, tell your problematic white friends to tell a friend um, the jig is up. Um, moving on, uh, this week in performative activism that nobody asked for, <laughs> the NFL, for, for all of week one, for all the games of week one, the NFL will be replacing uh, the Star Spangled Banner with the Black National Anthem, Lift Every Voice and Sing. <laughs> terrorist Beyonce sing it? I doubt it. I doubt Beyonce signed up for that shit at this point. I mean, her her husband is in charge of something. And let me tell you something. Jay-Z is not getting any pussy off of that. <laughs> let me tell you something. Jay-Z is, is having a lot of long, sexless nights about the way the NFL is handling this bullshit. Oh, wait. The song is going to be performed before the Star Spangled Banner. All right, prediction. Go for it. Ready for it. White people are going to kneel during Lift Every Voice. <laughs> I've spoken. Watch. Um, White people are going to kneel during Lift Every Voice and sing. I got a better prediction. White people are going to be mad disappointed when they figure out we only know the first verse. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't never heard a nigga in your life singing the second verse to lift every voice, not once. And they go pay, and they go pay somebody a stupid amount of money, like Jasmine Sullivan or, or somebody, like Aloe Black, or like <laughs> Aloe Black. That's another nigga that, that's just that just gets all the that just gets all the uh, advertising bags. Yeah. Man, they go pay somebody like Aloe Black or somebody. And they gonna figure out he like most of us doesn't know the words past the past the first <laughs> past the first verse, and they go they go have paid him like fifty thousand dollars to get up there and go. And everybody in the, everybody in the audience is gonna be singing watermelon right behind him. Mm. Now pay him his money, nigga. <laughs> Shit. Um, this is stupid. This is stupid. And 
my mom, see, and my mom was mad about this because she was like, it feels like we're giving it to white people. It feels like we're giving it over to white people. It was always our thing. She was mad about Juneteenth. That that Juneteenth became mainstream, and it was really a Texas thing. Now Juneteenth, you got to let that go. Somebody, well, I don't think this will happen, but somebody said we're gonna look up one day and they're gonna treat Juneteenth like they do Cinco de Mayo. Oh shit! Bunch of white people running around screaming Harambe while they're getting drunk look, on Red Stripe. With, with the type of appropriation that they do for Cinco de Mayo, they just try to appropriate anything with Juneteenth. Think it's gonna be in hands. Hands. Yeah, real just, talk. Just, yeah, none of that shit. Like, yeah, this is some southern shit too. Hands. Show up in a dashiki if you want to. You gotta take these red stripe drink specials and move the fuck on. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Like, it, it, I, I had to tell my mom. Like, we gotta let go, we we gotta let go of Juneteenth in a way of. Basically, you know when you when you find that good club, that good club, or that good bar, that good date bar, and people blow it up. Oh, I'm sorry. And then niggas, and then niggas find it. The next time you go, yeah, like the like Davenport. You remember Davenport before niggas found it? I remember Davenport before it was Davenport when it was. Uh... Oh, so you definitely remember before niggas found it? Yeah, I, from the '90s. It was a uh, was it called Adobe. Something like that. It was Adobe. Yeah, it was um, something like that. I, man, I remember that. But yeah, so there was that, and then there, and then niggas found it. Particularly like mid millennials found mm. it. Like I think my brand of millennials found it. Mm. Um, niggas have found Juneteenth. Niggas found Juneteenth. It's about to be turn up. We about to we about to see all the club flyers. Yeah. Yep. We're going to see all the club fires with Django on them. They're all going to have MLK on them. <laughs> Again. So, the niggas, all the club promoters are just going to move all their shit from July 4th to Juneteenth. And it's going to be the same niggatry you see every year about this time. Um. So, yeah, there's that. Um, the NFL just needs to stop. Let me just, let me just say that. The NFL... The best thing the NFL can do is make us forget about all their bullshit, and we'll never we'll never forget. Hire black coaches. Hire some black coaches. Um, invite some black owners and shareholders to the table. Yeah, just like nobody's asking y'all to to demonstrate that y'all are that, that we're homies any shit like that, man. Like nobody asked y'all for this fucking. Quit trying to complicate the handshake. Yeah, just. Just shake a hand and just be like, yeah, we, we, we realize that we need to hire more black coaches. This is the equivalent of complicating the handshake when nobody asked you to. Yeah. Just because I'm black doesn't mean you have to complicate the handshake when you see me. Don't I'll call, take a regular one. Don't call me brother. You ain't always got to bring it in for the hug. Yeah, don't call me brother. Then, yeah, don't please don't call me brother. Especially don't do that. That, that, that shit. That, y'all, don't, y'all don't say it right. That shit happened at Chick-fil-A, man. I was just like, Are you serious? It's like fuck you, man. <laughs> but give me some Chick Fil A sauce, cause right, <laughs> shit, <laughs> right. I'm just, still hungry. Still give me that deluxe. What's going on, my man? What's going on, brother? Mm, didn't Nigga. ask. Didn't ask for the extra conversation. Get you, the fuck away from you me. You didn't have that same energy for the white lady in the suburban in front of me. You did not. You did not. Um, uh, what else is going on? What else is important? Okay, 
Netflix, this is important. Netflix is depositing a hundred million dollars into uh, select black-owned banks. Let me see if Unity National Bank is on that list. Oh, <laughs> um, and I, this is an amazing thing. Um, now this is the kind of work that we're talking about when we talk about when we talk about having get, uh, being offered a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. When we talk about um, what you can be doing to improve uh, race relations in your neck of the woods. This yeah. is what we're talking about. Everything doesn't have to have a dollar sign attached to it, but this dollar sign is important. Why is this dollar sign important? Because the more money that's moved to black banks, the the more funds are, uh, a bank is able to access when people in that community need loans or small business loans or what have you. Yeah. Um, so ultimately this does do a good thing in the community. I think that's dope. I think it's dope. Black owned and black led banks. Hey y'all don't let bank of American chase, like hurry up and hire like real black, talk. So black regional it. officers, like we got black leadership. So we can get in. So we can get, so they can get in on that money. I mean, I, I do bank with chase, but fuck chase in this, in, in this, in this case. Um, so yeah, I think this is this is the kind of work we're talking about. Yeah, and also Netflix, uh, you know, Netflix definitely invites people to the table. Ava, Ava seems to stay with a deal, with a Netflix deal. Yep. Isn't now isn't Ava doing a Kaepernick movie or something? Um. Yeah, I think Ava's. Yeah, Kaepernick's life story is coming to Netflix. Yep. Okay. All That's right. about to go down. God damn it, Ava. Cap getting the bag. Let me, let me tell you something. If there's anybody that is that is just the master of bagonomics in this in this time, <laughs> Colin Kaepernick is it Colin Kaepernick could teach a whole class on bagonomics. I think that's the name of the episode. That is the name of this fucking episode. <laughs> Get out of my head. The but even besides the bag, the the whole thing about Kaepernick is People have to realize that you need to start listening, for better or for worse, you need to start listening to people, not demonizing their message, because in relative terms, they will eventually become a martyr. Facts. In, 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 a, in certain terms, Kaepernick has become a martyr for this entire movement. And y'all have, just like Obi-Wan got struck down by Vader, you've only made him more powerful. Only return stronger than you can imagine. If y'all would have just shut the fuck up, and let that man play back in the day. He'd be playing right now, and nobody would be talking about this. He could he could just get his CTE in peace. Yeah. But y'all wanted to be difficult. Y'all wanted to demonize him. You wanted to call him a son of a bitch. You wanted to pay three hundred something thousand dollars to to fly him to fly out Mike Pence just to make a demonstration of walking out. Y'all want and now look what happened. Y'all wanna let Stephen A. Smith run off at the mouth about him and shit. Man, you reap what you sow, motherfuckers. You reap what you sow. Um, what else is going on? Um, Jada and Fab. Uh, did you see the Jada and Fab uh, battle at all? I only saw the highlights. I didn't even okay. know it was happening until after it happened. Uh, Jada and Fab had their verses. Um, I, I have to say... Now, there's only so much I can say about this because honestly, 
it felt like it was for the New York niggas. Because these are two New York niggas. It felt like this was geared more towards them because we didn't get as much of their mainstream uh, shit as as I thought they would. I mean, for Fab, I thought it was just going to be all love songs. Look, I can't, I can't even give you 20 Fab songs. I can't even give you two, to be honest. Probably why he went into features and shit. Yeah, Fabulous is... Uh, look, y'all, if, if y'all are Fabulous fans, um, I don't understand. I really don't. I can't see Fab just having a... Fa- well, no, outside of Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, Brooklyn I, niggas ride for but Fab. They, they ride for anybody from Brooklyn just because. New York, New York... I mean, New York rides for its own. We can say that. Yeah, That's okay, fine. You know. and, they'll, and they'll admit to it. That's not yeah, offensive yeah, to yeah. say. Yeah, I made Pop Smoke a thing. I'm sorry. Have you listened to the Pop Smoke album? I did. What'd you think? I was just like, he sounds like a fake designer who sounds like a fake future. Agree. Okay. Um, Fair enough. That's fair. I'm just like, y'all. Let's okay. do a couple of songs. Be all right. I mean, outside of Dior. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm sad that he's gone. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm, I'm just talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm sad that he's gone. He probably would not have gotten a lot of airplay from me yeah. outside of the gym. Um, I'm telling you, that's where all my kind of just. Oh, yeah. Fuck shit goes. Like, like it's just. Um, but. I was a lot of people were really going rooting for Fab, and I didn't understand why. Jada Jada Kiss is the nigga that has never gotten the credit he deserves. He's like, he's not, he's not the he's not the 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 number one nigga in the movie, but he's the nigga that he's the nigga that is the most entertaining to watch give give everybody hands before they kill him in the third act of the movie. Yeah. Um. Jada could fade at least sixty percent of your favorite rappers mm. of your your top five. Mm. At least sixty percent of anybody's given top five, I guarantee it. Or he can get with them. I'd put Jada up there with Black Thought. I would. Ooh. I would. Ooh. I'm just saying. Hip hop debates. Right, uh, right. I'd never want to get too heavy <laughs> into that. But I just didn't understand. Why people were counting him out, and he and he kind of deep in the love song game too. Nigga, he got a Mar- he got a couple of Mariah remixes. Oh yeah, he does. Um, and so Fab tried to stay out of the love song lane for too long, mm. and was just letting Jada handle him. Well, Fab was also too busy trying to threaten his girlfriend's life. Ooh, yeah. Did that did that come up at all during the? No, okay. no. But Sorry. here's the thing: anybody that would have brought that up on social media wasn't watching. I saw a lot of posts that were like, "I'm not fucking with that because fuck Fab." Uh, I don't like fuck Fab and how you did Emily, but y'all enjoy. Mm. Um, so he already he already didn't he it didn't have uh that part of the fandom on his side. Um. And Kiss is just a Kiss is just a different nigga. He's a different rapper. He's different. Like, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a fan, but when you really listen to his co- lyrical content, this nigga is amazing. Many people describe him as a rapper's rapper. He is a rapper's rapper. That's some hard rapping. Um, so yeah, I was happy to see that. Kiss didn't play a lot of his. He didn't play Why. That was a big record for him. Mm. 
Kiss didn't play Y. I don't think Fab played Throw It in the Bag. I don't know what that is. Oh, okay. That was kind of a big record for him. I know what Breathe is. He played Breathe at the end. Went into the two, two to the three. I, I can only listen to that play in Modern Warfare. I can only listen to Breathe. Any of any of any of Fab's like rapper rapper shit, I can only listen to it playing Call of Duty. Yeah. Uh, when I'm not thinking about it, Kiss, I can listen to that nigga anytime. And he said we gonna make it to the last song. Of course. Uh, and Fab doesn't have anything that can compete with that. Um, but yeah, salute to salute to Jada. Um, getting getting a little uh, a little notoriety. He's become a meme too. It looks like he look, he was looking very uncleish. He was drunk as shit. I say that as an uncle. That nigga was drunk as fuck. Did you see that shit? Mm-hmm. That nigga when 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 Fab tried to introduce So Into You, that nigga stopped the song twice <laughs> to say that this was gonna be his wedding song. If he gets married, <laughs> if he ever gets married, which I can't see it. Yeah, Jada running up on what forty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mid forties got to be, if if that. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm happy to see, uh, kind of a, a rapper that hasn't really gotten all of their due, getting their full due. I'm a fan. I'm here for it. Uh, salute to Jada Kiss. Kiss the game goodbye is probably one of my favorite albums of all time. Mm. Um, <laughs> um. By the way, I hate that sound. <laughs> But I'm gonna let you make it. I'm gonna let you make it. <laughs> um. Okay. So, I I wrestled with whether or not I wanted to talk about this at all. We gotta unpack a little bit. I'm I'm a little bothered about the August Alcina. Oh, okay. Thing. I am I am a little bothered. What's bothering you? Talk okay. You. So, for those of you that don't know. August Alcina did a interview with Angela Yee. First of all, Angela Yee is 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 jumping into the the interview game, you know, because that's kind of a get. If you need a softball interview where they will not challenge you on anything whatsoever, you go get Angela Yee. There we go. Because Charlemagne, that interview would have went a lot different. August Alcina did an interview with Angela Yee, where Angela Yee brought up. Um, the rumors that uh, she, that he had been carrying on a relationship of some sort with um, Jada Pinkett Smith, which he confirmed. Well, mostly. Okay, which he yes, which he he did say relationship. Yes, uh, which he confirmed um, that he carried on a relationship in that. Um, he alluded that it ended badly, but he doesn't have any uh, ill feelings towards him. He he actually said that him and Will had a had a talk about it. Yeah, he supposedly yeah greenlit it. So here's a couple of things we have to talk about. One, this if he if what he's saying is true, this kind of confirms what people have been saying for years. That the Smiths uh, are basically the black eyes wide shut, mm. um, all that wife swapping and shit, which I have suspected for a long time. Uh, I'm convinced Mark Anthony beat that up. Will or Jada? 
Maybe both. Okay. And Mark Anthony a weird nigga. Man. Hey. Um, yeah, and do you see the the people that Will has been in movies with? Could you imagine? Eva Mendez, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. He's done a couple. Eva Mendez. What if what if Margot Robbie is in on it? I'm just saying. He's he's. He looked mighty cozy with her in focus. I'm just saying, I, you gotta look at you gotta look at all the movies he's done, and if Brad knocked down Angelina, meeting her, yeah, while doing Mr. and Mrs. Smith, you have to you have to consider that kind of shit. Hollywood and Hollywood has a different code that they go by. They do. They have a different code. They have a lot of things that are unspoken. They have a lot of openness and fluidity. Facts. In their relationships, that's just kind of unspoken but understood. Um, heard this from many sources, and one of the things that they just agree to is that if you see it, just don't talk about it. And I guess that's part of where people's response to August Alcina has been strange. And this is the part that's bothering me: is that he was very open about the fact that whatever happened or didn't happen between him and Jada, he was hurt by it. Mm-hmm. Um, he was going through mental health issues at the time. Mm. Um, I believe he had some some uh, an illness in the family that he was dealing with, maybe something to that effect. Um, and this really bothered him, and this really put him in a in a place of hurt for a long time. Now, this happened when he was, I guess, twenty uh, or twenty one. August Alcina's like twenty five now. Okay. So, I think people really got on him and this whole thing of, oh, you broke the code talking about it. First of all, I hate when people talk about the code. I really do. Anytime people talk about the code, it's usually, it's usually to cover up some fuck shit. And this, is part of the, and this is part of the problem. When we talk about how black men don't feel comfortable speaking up about their pain... This is part of the thing we talk about because of this fuck shit code. You're not supposed to break the code. Why do I have to protect? Why is there a code for me to protect someone that hurt me? Why do I owe them anything? This is the thing I've never understood about why people jump on Takashi is that why why are people mad that he snitched on people that were trying to kill him? Mm. They're going to kill him anyway. I mean, they're going to kill him anyway. They still are. They, that's going to happen. Yeah. But my problem is someone, we talk about how black, and since this Black Lives Matter thing really got ramped up, people have been talking about, you know, black men open up to someone. Black men, it's okay to talk about it. This nigga got up and talked about it, and now y'all mad at him because y'all like the Smiths. Mm. I like the Smiths too. They seem like a fun couple. They seem like a very fun couple. But they're also capable of doing fuck shit. And there's more to the story than meets the eye, though. Especially because, you know, even though Jada has vehemently denied it, and it said it is... Publicist has. Publicist, I'm sorry. Her team has, has said denied it. Is, that is absolutely not true. Um, she herself has said that she's going to make herself a guest at the Red Table, her own show. Because, and I quote... There's some healing that needs to happen. This is about to be some fuck shit. 
So be prepared, y'all, for Jada Pinkett Smith to say but not say <laughs> that, <laughs> that she had a situation with August Alcina. Guaranteed. Almost certainly. Um, let's see. When is this happening? July 13th? Well, they say Thursday, July 13th, but Thursday is July 9th. So we'll see what happens. Sometime in the next week. <laughs> sometime within the next week, we will see what happens. Um, and because y'all love it, because y'all love the mess, we will probably end up talking about it. Oh, yeah. Um, I think my only thing is that just I don't, I don't like the way people have responded to this person being hurt. I don't like the way people are responding. I, I, I just hate everything about the code. I do. Because yeah. only time people talk about the code is fuck shit. Remember when, re- remember when Nick Young told everybody that he uh, told everybody on camera that he fucked around on Iggy Azalea mm-hmm. and they were mad at the other nigga for yeah. holding the camera? Like, it's, it's a code, though. Uh, you know, I, I, I just, I don't understand the situations and how, how we pick and choose to tell people to shut up about their pain. Epstein? Who did not kill himself. Who did not kill himself. And they got Ghislaine this week. Oh, they got her. They got her on Thursday. And we'll see if she doesn't kill herself, too. We'll see if the cameras don't malfunction. You know? Um. Uh, I did have a little... Oh, I did want to mention the BET Awards. Oh. Okay. Did you watch it? Did you watch it all? Fuck no. Okay. Why? So after dinner, I I left here. We recorded. I ate dinner. I got up from the dinner table and saw that the BET Awards was on. I pressed the info button. I said, "Oh, it says hosted by Amanda Seals." Mm. At first glance, I was like, "Oh, then I don't need to watch." Um. But then they said performances by Megan Thee Stallion. I might stick around for 20 minutes. Megan, Megan's from Houston. Megan looks like Megan. She can get 20 minutes of me waiting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't know this was going to be the Zoom Awards. Just like the ESPYs. Did you watch the ESPYs? Mm-mm. Okay. For I the same know. reason. Okay, yeah. I'm tired I, of watching people in their homes. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I understand the the necessity for social distancing, and I'm, we're not we're not downing that. I just don't want to turn on the TV every day and see Zoom meetings. Just take a break, y'all. You see, we got tired of Zoom meetings. Yeah, take a break. <laughs> take a break from Zoom. It's okay. It, it, just give us a I don't know. Give us a fucking phone conversation. Um, or nothing. Or nothing. It's fine. Play reruns of something. Y'all have. A hundred, like a hundred years of TV to pick from. Um, so I watched a little bit. Now, anybody who's listened to this show long enough knows my stance on Amanda Seals. I don't think she's good at anything. I think she's light-skinned good at everything. Yeah, I was like, she's good at being light-skinned. She's good at being light-skinned and doing things mediocre. Um... I don't usually say that about people. I'm saying it about her. She's not funny. Um, she's not good at poetry. She's not uh, good at music. She's an okay actress. That's it. Um, so her carrying the BET Awards just was a non-starter for me. She did this skit where she was in a blonde white girl wig disguised as a Karen talking among the Karens. Um... 
how about that's not the vibe we want to put out there right now? A light skin, a light skin person disguising themselves and passing as white. Right. Maybe that's not the message we want to send out there, BET. Um, for all intents and purposes, it doesn't matter because it wasn't funny. Um, I didn't care about any of this shit. The only thing that I think was good that I think they need to keep going forward is the performances. Instead of the live performances, which I actually enjoy live performances too, mm-hmm. they um, but the sound is always bad at BET. They made little music videos. They made little pre-recorded music videos yep. with a theme that the artist gets to pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, John Legend just got to be in an abandoned warehouse playing the piano, which is kind of his vibe. Yeah. Um, uh, Megan, Megan did Mad Max Fury Road. Megan did Mad Max with butt cheeks. Yeah, I love it. God damn it, Megan! The sequel that we asked for. Megan's butt. Let me tell you something. Megan Stallion's butt cheeks make everything better, and they made Mad Max Fury Road something that I want to watch. Um, because they did Mad Max, they did it out in the desert, and um, she went through like three songs, I guess, two songs maybe. Two. Yeah, she went through two songs. She went through the new joint that samples the Easy E. The girlhood. Uh, yeah, and did, and then they did Savage. The remix, no Beyonce. Remix with no Beyonce, but Beyonce's verse. Yes. Which was fine because Megan just shook her ass all through Beyonce's verse. Correct. Um, some people on online were hating. I love Megan. I do. I really do. Not just because she's fine and she's. She's just the finest rapper to ever come out of to ever come out mainstream in Houston. Um, I I like her music. I have to admit, I like her music. I enjoy it. And more than that, for me, is that she seems to enjoy herself and seems to enjoy where she is right now. She's having a good time. Yeah, and she goes to school. I love it. I love it. And she's going to school, and uh, I'm pretty sure she was in school before all this shit started. Yeah. Um, so she, it's not like she's looking for this to be her complete meal ticket. Um, but I also don't, probably won't see her on any technical school commercials. No. Um, I just, I, I like everything she's doing. She's just having a good time. She's not taking herself too seriously. Um, and I believe she cleaned up award wise. I didn't watch long enough to care about that, but she cleaned up award wise. Let me say something. Let me say something on another tip. Y'all leave Marci Martin the fuck alone. Y'all leave this little girl the fuck alone. Marci Martin don't do nothing to nobody. She gonna grow up to own all y'all. Real talk. You ain't never lied about that shit. Marci Martin, people got on her about her hair. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what there was to say about her hair, to be honest with you. Um, y'all leave that little girl the fuck alone. One... You're going to get laid off from somewhere, mm-hmm. and it's probably going to be a company that she owns. Uh, the children really are the future. And Marci Martin is one of those cases. I, I'm not a big fan of kids. I'm a fan of her. I like what she's doing. She's getting the bag. Yep. She's getting the bag. She's maneuvering out here. She's making a way for her and her family for years to come. She's going to put her. She, she, I can imagine she putting her mama in a house. Uh, before she 18. Mm. Her mom was in a house mm. before 18. Her mother is probably living with her. Real talk. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, when she get grown... Mama, I pay the bills. What you talking about? Real talk. 
her mom her mom ain't gonna have to touch another bill for as long as she lives. I'm 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 predicting it. So y'all leave her the fuck alone. She don't do nothing to nobody. She asked y'all for shit, but to uh, call that police department and call for the arrest of the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. By the way, call for the call for the police to arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. I can't stress that enough. It's been almost four months. It's four months now. No arrests. Do they even did they even fire them? I think one got fired. No, that's bullshit. There's like three of them that are still man in Starbucks and shit. That's what y'all can be. All you Hamilton haters, that's the fuck you can be doing your time right there. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll be back with more uh, foolishness and fuckery. You are listening to Opinions While Black, sober conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. Pour up. And we're back. Yep. We're black. Yep. We are opinionated. Mm. And holy shit, I think I am drunk. I've not been sober for about four days. I am. I'm. I'm there. I was. I was supposed to. I. Was, you know, Friday is my margarita day. Yeah. Um. I passed on that because I had like the worst headache in human history. Damn. It, once in a blue moon. It's nothing related to anything. Yeah. Uh. Sometimes I sleep in a little too late. Mm-hmm. And if I'm if I if I try to sleep in in the daytime, oh that shit don't work. My body just does not reward me yeah. for it at all. Um, but uh, let's see what I got here. Oh, it's time for white people must be stopped. Skirt, skirt. Uh, we have this week's story. Um, of quite a few people sent me this story actually. Um, as it relates to um, a woman, a white woman named Jillian. Wustenberg, um, who pulled a gun on a black woman and her daughter in a Michigan parking lot mm-hmm. uh, earlier in the week. Um, this is according now. This is according to the Root, uh, but tons of people sent me the video. Yeah, it it's 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 pretty nasty. It's pretty nasty. They were fighting over a parking spot, basically. Basically, well, more or less. They 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 were fighting initially over someone being bumped. Right. And then, yeah, they... And the woman was very... And the, the, the black woman in question was very upset. Let me tell you something. If you nick a car with a black woman in it and her kid, you can just expect to get lit up. Well... I'm not talking even, about hands. It was even worse than that. No, I mean, they bumped, like, shoulder to shoulder walking. And, ah, and the black woman go. started recording and followed them back to the van. And when the white couple got in the van and pulled off, or tried to pull off, um, they allegedly came close to hitting the black woman, which prompted more anger. And then at that point, both the white woman and the white man got out with their guns drawn. Now, let me just say right off the, right off the muscle that this is, this is something that happens every day. Yep. Every day. People in the parking lot get over, get into it over shit like this every day. Um, and I'm like, I'm even looking at the, I'm looking at the little graphic they have here. The woman's and the woman is trained and she's holding it like she's John Wick. Yeah. 
Yeah, John Wick does the other little stance where yeah. it's all up here next to your face. No, she's definitely been to the range a couple times. Um, and here's my thing. Can it be argued, and I'm arguing this in response to a lot of the responses I've seen online about how the black woman escalated the situation. Let me tell you something. People get into it in the parking lot all day, all the time. Yep. Everyone gets into the parking lot, gets into it in the parking lot over a parking space, over someone not saying, excuse me. This happens every day at the supermarket. None of those people are pulling guns on someone to shoot them. Correct. It happens every day without someone getting shot, no matter what that episode of Boondocks tells you. The nigga moments. Yeah. This woman saw an unarmed black woman and her young daughter and went straight to pulling out a gun. And that's a Beretta. It's a nice... I'm pretty, that's a, no, that's a Glock. It's a nicely constructed piece. That is a very nicely constructed piece. She cleans it. It was it was loaded. The safety was off. She prays to it at night. Uh, real talk. She quotes John Wick. From the book of the Second Amendment. You know, she 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 definitely quotes uh, scenes from The Matrix over it. And starts screaming, get the fuck back. Get the fuck back. Now... In Michigan, the law states that if you uh, or have a concealed carry permit and you are packing, mm-hmm. in situations like this, it is your job, it is your responsibility, the onus is on you, mm-hmm. to de-escalate the situation. Correct. You know what doesn't de-escalate situations? Pulling a Glock on unarmed people and screaming, get the fuck back. And that's why they got arrested. And that's why they got arrested. That's why I'm pretty sure the the what the the, the husband lost their job. The husband lost his job. Um, no word on her yet. I mean, she's gonna get you know kicked out of PTA or whatever. Yeah, the the husband works for Oakland University in Michigan. Uh, he's the coordinator of Veterans Support Services. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh, it's all coming together. Veteran services, it's all come together. I see it now. This is one of these white people that deals with unstable people all day and conflates that into their everyday living. Um, Now, the one thing that all these people had in common is that they'd all been to Chipotle. Aha. This should not be happening. This should not be happening outside of Chipotle. Not, Not Chipotle. Chipotle ain't that popping. Now look, if you get a little mad with them over that queso, that queso is kind of wild. I can't be mad at you. The queso is pretty terrible. I'd be mad over the queso too. I'm not pulling a gun and shooting anyone. But I can understand how the queso might make you a little unhinged. So I think we need a toxicology report from the Wustenbergs. Uh, We need to get them checked out. Uh, if they have traces of queso in their system, mm. uh, I think it, I think we need to I I think we need to get some 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 counseling involved. They normally can't handle anything that strong. That right, um, you know they they probably they probably only use the mild. Mm. They probably the 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 red mild, not the green mild. That's yeah. too hot. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, that this is but and we're making light of it, but let me just say we have made a lot of fun of the Karen's going wild. This is another level. This is somebody needs to be brought up on charges. Yeah, between them and the couple that were pulling the guns out on protesters. Um And this seems and and, and it's just it's it, it puts into focus how much progress has been made in these regards because um it, it's been two, three years since Corinne Gaines got shot. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Corinne Gaines, I should mention that um, they actually, the appeals court uh, actually determined that uh, the judge that overturned, that overturned the decision to pay the Corinne Gaines family. What? The, um, so they paid them all that money. And then the appeals court overturned that decision. The appeals court is now saying that that judge was on that bullshit. Let them people keep that money. Mm, there Cause, we go. Because that was a big payout. There we go. That was in the millions. That was a big ass payout. Um, what the fuck is going on in Stone Mountain? Actually, I do have something to add to white people must be stopped. Okay. Um, this is an instance where white people. Of are being course. Stopped. Of course, it's on Stone Mountain. Well, this is actually a, this is actually a turn that you might not be expecting. This happened just yesterday, I believe, just on Saturday. Uh-huh. Um, that's the wrong thing. So on Saturday, um, so Stone Mountain in Georgia, okay, has a Confederate engraving on the side of the mountain. Mm-hmm. I've been there and I've seen it myself, and people have been protesting it for a while. It's very difficult to take that down as a monument because it's an actual whole fucking mountain. Sure. So there's been a white militia that's been protecting the monument. Yeah. Uh, Well, there was a black militia that showed up uh, on Saturday. I'm trying to to think of the name of it. Uh, I missed it there. NFAC. Not fucking around coalition. That is the name of it. The Not Fucking Around Coalition. These, that's some, I love them already. So there were thousands of armed black people who staged a counter-protest, brandishing rifles, semiotic and automatic God weapons damn. as well, uh, in a display of their Second Amendment right to do so. This nigga came in with um, additional ammunition strapped around his chest. I'll say... Um, so yeah, a few thousand of them staged a counter-protest as well. Um, it was peaceful. It happened without incident. And just to show y'all, um, it goes back to what we've been saying for the last couple of weeks. We're not, we're not afraid of y'all. We're not afraid of y'all. And as a matter of fact, the, the white militia had been talking a bunch of shit. And when the black people showed up... <laughs> I don't see no white militia that, wait, quote, I don't see no white militia... The boogie, the boogie boogaloo boys, the three percenters, and all the rest of the sake, them scared ass rednecks. We here. Where the fuck you at? We in your house. One protester said into a PA system during the Stone Mountain Park march. Yeah, I love it. So, I love these niggas. So yeah, and you know, just to show people that um, black people have a lot of experience with protesting. And let me just say, Twitter has been conflating these people with the Black Panthers. Stop that. These are not the Black Panthers. This is the Not Fucking Around Coalition. They said what what the fuck they said. Their mission statement is in the name. The mission statement is there in the name. (laughs) 
the not fucking around coalition. These are not the Black Panthers. We know we know they're not the Black Panthers because it would have been a bunch of niggas because it would have been a bunch of unarmed niggas in suits standing there. <laughs> because uh, the black because the Black Panthers have turned pussy under Quan LX. Anyway, um, send your racist stories, uh, your racist real life uh, encounters, along with your listener letters, your uh, questions for myself, D. Randall, or any member. Or, or any of our guests, Sounds please nice. send that to uh, opinionswhileblack at gmail.com. Or log into opinionswhileblack.com and you can find how to get in touch with us through any of our social media venues, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. We'll be right back with the final leg uh, with your listener letters and the top three STFUs. You are listening to Houston's Most Savage Podcast. Pour up. We're back. We're black. We are opinionated, and we are drunk. Yeah, I'm. I'm sitting up straight. Mm. <laughs> uh, it is time for your listener letters. Um, I actually don't regret uh, opening us up to questions from the public as much as I thought I would. <laughs> There's time. <laughs> it's early. Um. Let's see. On Twitter, we got we got we got a few to cover. On okay. Twitter, uh, DJ Burn, shout out to Burn. Um, Burn asks, "What what do you guys think is the real reason people aren't taking this pandemic serious in Texas? Uh-huh. I.e., disowning wear disowning wearing masks and jumping at any chance to be crammed up around a shitload of people." Ah. Uh, talk about this every day of my life <laughs> i talk about this literally all the time um i have a few exp- there are a few explanations the first is that people are not smart it's probably number one it's really it's really the one i run with every time um we start the top of the show telling y'all humans ain't shit and they're not humans are selfish humans are silly and the ones that keep and 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 just on a quick side note the ones that keep telling me that there are less reports of deaths uh, in the high numbers. Guess what? Um, we're seeing now that uh, COVID can go beyond six. Can go beyond two weeks. It just takes two weeks to catch it. It just takes two weeks for it to to catch it and for it to go full bloom. Um, you can have it for more than two weeks, and we're seeing now. Reports coming in from Twitter and social media that the people that are catching it are not having a fun time. They are not. Uh, Scrabble Girl caught it. Oh, man. For three weeks. Yeah. Sure. Now, sure, she's testing negative now, mm-hmm. but it was not a fun three weeks. Right. And she has uh, pre-existing conditions and shit. Yeah. I've, and I've, I've, in the last couple of weeks, I've had a couple of friends that have also caught it. And they've also described it as much less than pleasant. Um, my pastor died from it. You know, so if it takes, if it takes it being in your neighborhood for you to give a fuck, um, it's in your neighborhood. It's here. Here's, and it's about to get worse. I think Fauci said we're about, we're going to see 100,000. He said we could see a hundred thousand. Um, Fauci's sick of us, man. He's sick of Trump. 
and all all this. The other thing is, so here's one of one of my biggest things about this is it's something that people cannot see. Right. It's a threat that people cannot see and so right. they, they have a tendency to diminish it. And it's like you said, if it doesn't affect them directly right now, then they don't see the problem with it. Um and put on top of that, people are being inconvenienced right. by a thing they can't see. Right. And so people have to, for me, you have to compare this to dealing with a hurricane. Every time a hurricane comes in, we panic like it's the fucking end of the world. And, and everybody shuts everything down as quickly as they can. Facts. Um, so far, this virus has been much more damaging than any hurricane that we've had. Uh, when you factor in the loss of human life, when you factor in its impact on the economy, this virus has actually been pretty damn destructive, and y'all are not treating it at all with, with the respect that, frankly, it deserves. But you know, let a let a let a tropical storm form off the fucking coast of all y'all gonna lose y'all shit. Anything, yeah, we hoard buy up all the toilet paper, hoarding shit just like we always do, and y'all y'all shit y'all sure do shut everything down then. I mean, there's always one white dude that's still trying to surf at Galveston. Every time. Right before Every it, single fucking time. Right before it hits. But y'all, y'all got to treat this the same. Yes, it's a little... Yes, it's quite different. Uh, yes, it's it's more drawn out. But damn it, y'all. It's, it's, it's... At this point, I cannot think of anyone that can deny its existence, first of all. Facts. No one can deny its existence. Even, even if... I was, I was a little skeptical in the beginning. But I'm like, I, you know, as, you know, days went by and facts started coming out. It's true. And I pay attention to facts. Um, it's a very real thing. And look, the least you can do is put a mask Put a on fucking mask on. Face. It's not going to kill you. It's not going to hurt you. And just chill the fuck at home. For bit. Look, you could either wear a mask or stay your ass at home. I still eat from my favorite restaurants. I just get my shit to go. You could still enjoy the same food without breathing in everyone's face. It's like how much fun did y'all really have at the beach a couple weeks ago? And and right, how much fun is social distancing at the beach? You know, well, they're not doing that. Of, of course, they're not fucking social distancing. Yeah, I mean, what am I talking about? Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I guess to answer this question, the, the thing is, for me, it, I, like I said, people are not smart. And they're selfish. And I believe that because it's an unseen enemy for most people, they're not going to take it with the level of seriousness that they need to. But I've seen people change their tune very quickly when, Once they, get it. when they get it or someone that they know gets it. So, um, let me And let me just say... Um. Uh. Well, no, I'm not even gonna go there. I'm not. I, there, there really isn't much more that needs to be said. Wear a mask and stay the fuck in the house. Period. Period. And that that's and that's really the minimum amount that you can do in a pandemic. Yeah. It's that's not hard. Um. What else we got? Okay. Tales to enrage on Twitter. Uh, A.K.A. Greg Black, I believe, um, asked to talk about something unimportant. If you had to choose a new pet, what would you get? Um, uh, Randall has two dogs. Uh, well, 
Actually, I have ten. Um, two what? in the two in the house. What? You have ten dogs here? I, I have I have ten dogs. Uh, two in the house, two in the backyard, two next door, and then four on a lot. Oh, those are all your dogs. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. So um, the answer to my question is none. None. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. Fair I'm, enough. I'm down from thirteen. Um, if I had to get a, if I had to get a pet, it'd probably be, you know it'd probably be a fish. Damn. Low maintenance. I do hate cleaning fish tanks. I had I had a I had a few fish when I was young. Um, I do hate cleaning the fish tank. Um, but it's the lowest maintenance pet I can think of. Anything more maintenance than that, I it's akin to having a child, and I don't want children. Um, so probably a, like a, like a fish, maybe a bird. I've had a bird too. Um, something like that. Something low maintenance. Something low maintenance, uh, that won't make noise and won't stare at me while I'm trying to have sex. Um, I th- yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, <laughs> we have... A listener letter from uh, Euphonic. Euphonic's in. You, you know, I'm gonna tell you what it is. Euphonic's bored. He, he He's to, quarantining. He wants to come back to the show, but he can't. Right yeah, now. clearly. He, Euphonic's bored. You miss us. <laughs> yeah, I know it. I know. I get it. Uh, listener letter, and this is a. According to him, this is a quote from a press conference on Friday. Uh, from one of the many scientists working on the virus. Okay. Uh, The quote, The concern with COVID is, as a virus, each person gives it an opportunity to change. Like It's like rolling the dice, because of how we've handled this COVID currently has the uh, opportunity to roll the dice 10 million times to mutate. Could you two unpack what this means to you heading into an unnecessarily active holiday during these times? I can answer this right away. For me, it means I just pissed my pants. Because the end is nigh. Please don't piss your pants in my house. uh, No, 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 no. He said mutate. So, so far, from what I read read yesterday, the virus, the, the, the version of the virus that we have in Texas now is, in fact, a mutated version of the virus that's more contagious than it was when it first got here. Jesus fucking Christ. I have to remind y'all, my mother was a virologist for 33 years, and I talk to her about these things all the time. The general principles are still the same. Wear a fucking mask, stay the fuck away from people. Holy shit. I mean, and it's true, and this is why I'm staying my black ass in the house um, and bumming off the government. Um, But, what the fuck? Like, that sounds like a Robin Cook novel. Any one of the Robin Cook novels where like some alien virus shows up. Yeah, it's just it's just the nature of viruses. Jesus. Um, um Wow. So we'll see. I mean nothing nothing will change until we change. Does your do, does your does your theory that herd I- immunity have to happen still still stand? I remember when the shit first yeah. happened. I mean that's it it is technically still sound practice but mm-hmm. um i mean viruses still mutate right the 
our biggest problem, I don't think, I personally don't believe that our biggest problem is herd immunity. Because um, we're, we're probably not even going to test enough people to even know whether or not we achieve that 60% That's true too. number. The bottom line is just follow general safe practices. We know that this virus has been exacerbated by people who just blatantly disregard safety protocols, just like, fuck it. I am just going to be on top of everyone and just just breathe my shit all over you. And you just you just have to assume it's and, rude. And even though it sounds like paranoia, you just have to assume when you go in public that everybody that you come Me in contact has with it. has it or potentially has it and treat it accordingly. By the way, for you locals, if you've been to Taste Bar in the past like two or three weeks, Ooh. go and get your shit looked at. Go get tested immediately. Did you see that? I saw. Where so and so? I saw. Um, which, I saw which, where, where, they, where they posted an employee, <laughs> a former, former employee, employee. <laughs> of Taste Bar, <laughs> um, went on Twitter and told everybody that if you have, that if you have been to Taste Bar or if you work at Taste Bar in the past two weeks to get your shit checked, and Taste Bar fired her the same night. Yeah. Um, y'all. And this is only because she outed that they have been covering up that uh, bartenders and employees there have been getting sick. It was like 10 of them. Yes. And like, well, and it was something stupid. Like all 10 that had been tested so far tested positive and they hadn't even finished testing everyone yet. Real talk. That's that bullshit. She hasn't okayed me to put her name out there. Uh, but yeah, yeah we're, 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 we're behind you. Yeah. We're, we're behind you. Shout to you. We know you. We know you're gonna be all right. If you need anything, hit me up. Um, you you're you're bad shit, but I love you. <laughs> yes. Um, what else we got? Chris Nicole asks, "What are you doing to find peace with everything going on?" Seems like we answer this question a lot. Yeah. Um, it and sometimes it changes, and sometimes it's the same. A lot of Call of Duty. Um, writing. I got I I, I got some comic book writing done. I found those pages that I thought I lost. Um, I when you go from writing app to writing app, a lot can get lost in the in the in the translation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to fuck with Evernote. Yeah, but once I discovered that I can just open up a Google Doc and go for it, just hammered out. That just that 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 eliminated a lot of that ex- other bullshit. Um, um, I. I've been just random sh- reading, been reading some Daredevil, um, reading Gideon the Third, which is a pretty interesting sci-fi joint, um, and everything else I'm doing is really just waiting till like November or whenever that is for Cyberpunk 2077 to come out, <laughs> <laughs> just like every other gamer on earth, um, and setting some money aside for a PS5. Yeah. I'm not fucking any of you women for a PS5. When is it supposed to drop? Do we know yet? Um, Soon. Like, they said winter quarter. That's not soon Which enough. is like November, probably. So, they haven't put out when the pre-orders are going out. I'm pre-ordering the fuck out of this. So far, the, the leaked price is looking like, for the, for the non-digital version... Or no, for the digital only streaming version, only version is like three ninety nine. Like three ninety nine. And the one that I'm gonna get is like four ninety nine. The one that I'm getting is also four ninety nine. 
Um, so yeah, mostly just being geeky and watching a bunch of shit on TV. You know what? Oh, you know what's helped me lately? MTV. <clears throat> I did not fuck with MTV for many, many years until this fucking pandemic started. Um, and so basically all they do all day is is play a lot of ridiculousness yeah, and catfish. Catfish is already my favorite um, reality TV show of all time, and they play it so much. I know every episode. Um, I will say this, a quick complaint about MTV. Once you've seen the real world and how they, and, and as a grown man and how they handled black people all those years, yeah, it really hits different to see the way they are mar- currently marketing Vinny and Polly D from Jersey Shore yeah. for every fucking thing. Yeah. That hits a lot different. They're getting a lot of airtime. They got the little Jersey Shore back together again shit. Yeah. They got Vinny and Polly D rooming with their ex-girlfriends. That's weird. With like all 10 of their ex-girlfriends. Oh, that's really weird. And then they got this show that's like revenge pranks, but they're do it's yeah. basically punked. But they can't do punked because Ashton Kutcher did that. Shit. Ashton moved that shit to Quibi. Yeah, and nobody's paying for fifteen minute episodes of anything. And his revenge pranks where they they prank people who went viral for pranking other people. Right. Why do I know that? Because MTV is when you see how they do black people on reality TV, uh, particularly on uh, the Real World, the early ones like we talked about. It hits a lot different to see. Vi- I want I want to be a part of the pitch meeting, where they decided that the, that a couple of Guidos from Jersey Shore, which is ten years old, were suddenly marketable after the fact. Mm. What the fuck? That's weird. That's weird. If I see the situation on one of these fucking shows, I'm slapping the shit out of everybody. Anyway, that's my that's my piece about MTV. Um, other than that. I love catfish. Um, the new the new co-host of Catfish is fine, um, and yeah, that's that. That's how I'm getting through that. Um, her name is Cami uh, K A M I E Crawford, I believe. She's cute. Um, she's mad cute. <laughs> um, that was a, that that was a good pick. I at first I was like Catfish ain't the same without Max, but fuck Max. <laughs> um. What else we got? Uh, Mac Fame. Shout out to Mac Fame out in Cali, baby. Um, Mac Fame asked, do you think a black life will ever have as much value as a white one? Uh, no. That's that's a very simple answer. No, I don't. In, in, in America, never. No. There will be lip service paid to it. We will be we will be respected more in the boardroom going forward. We will be we will be compensated. For the way we are diminished in this country more in this era. I believe that. The actual value, do I think we're making true believers out of anybody? No. That's anybody that wasn't a true believer already. That's a difficult question to answer. Um, it's, it's entirely possible, but not in our lifetime. Uh, and the reason that I say that is there has been a considerable head start in terms of colonialism mm-hmm. and white supremacy that has shaped the world the way that it is now. Facts. And even if 
there was a demonstrative move to say that you know black lives are equal to white lives it it would mean honestly it would mean fundamentally changing the foundation of every single institution in the organized world in the civilized world that was quite a poor uh, and and not yeah that was a strong poor and not <laughs> not just in america but but across the world um most institutions out there now were founded upon and, and have benefited greatly from um provisions of white colonialism and white supremacy and to dismantle those will probably it would probably take the same amount of time right uh, it's in it's it is what it is i mean i i, I i'm an, i try to be an optimist but i don't know i don't think it's something that's necessarily possible in our lifetime and and for me when you say a black life is equal to a white life I'm not. I'm not merely talking about in the eyes of the law. I'm talking about. Okay, right. I'm talking about like in, in terms of social acceptability. Also, you're talking about changing hearts and minds. Right. Like okay. That, fair enough. That, with that, I'm not. I'm not going to see that. You just have to. You basically have to reprogram people to be like, all this shit that we've been doing is fucked up mm-hmm. and has benefited from a, a very concerted and devious plan mm-hmm. to. I'm going to sound like a conspiracy theorist to keep certain people in power, but it's the truth. I mean, I it, agree. It, it's it's all it was all intentionally created to be this way. It's doing exactly what it was designed to do. The people whose minds won't change have a huge head start, right? And they have there's nothing invested for them, right? There's no incentive for them to change ever, right? So, uh, uh, no. But but what I can tell you is that I do believe now more than ever. People, as we said it before, people are sick of this shit. People are quite sick of this shit. So we'll we'll see changes on some level, and if we don't see change, I think we'll just we'll start to continue to uh, we'll continue to see more disruption. And hearts and minds can change out of necessity. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe hearts and minds have changed. Just if you just look at the demographics of people who have been protesting, they say something between fifteen and twenty million people in the U.S. alone have protested. That's not all black people. Right. So. That's not all black people, pro, uh, you know, protesting in favor of Black Lives Matter and, and George sure. Floyd. So there are hearts and minds that have changed. Um, we just need those people to be in positions of decision making. Right. And, and with something that's subjective, for somebody to change their mind or their heart about anything can yeah. take a lifetime. And, 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 and honestly, you, you quite honestly, you just need people to die off. Agreed. Like there are things that you and Issa I. Issa Rae said that a long time ago. Yeah, you just need people to die off. She was like, uh, she was like, a lot of these old races are dying, so we might have, so we have to take advantage of that. Yeah, and we, I'll, uh, I'll go with that. I mean, think about it. There are things that we believe in that we're going to carry to our grave. You're never going to stop believing that white people need to be stopped. Never. Ever. Never. So. <laughs> not not even a little bit. So. There are certain things that people just have to die off, and we got to put that on the on the list for the merch line. We got to, <laughs> we got to. I don't even know how to. We'll figure it out. Yeah, it's cool. We got time. Don't that, worry about it. By the cool. way, because somebody did ask me, merch is coming. It's coming. We got the account set up very soon. So very, very, very soon. Very soon. Um, we, I, we, I think we've even finalized the first few designs. Yep. Uh, so just keep watching for that. Um, let's see. Hal Allen asks, what happened to the soundboard y'all had? 
I'm going to let Randall handle that one. Okay. I mean. <laughs> if, I remember because I remember when it stopped. I remember. <laughs> yeah. Um, so apparently one of us, uh, that person being me, was a little too uh, aggressive <laughs> with the air horn. And it uh, turned off a few of, of our listeners. Uh, you know what? I, I'm, I'm thinking about bringing it back. I think I'm going to bring it back. Man. The way Joe Budden hits the gunshots, yeah, I was, I was. Going we to, ought to be allowed. I was going way overboard, though. Yeah, that's I was, true. Yeah, I was going overboard. But we were, we were uniquely drunk those times. Yeah. Oh yeah, we were very drunk. There was a lot of yeah. We were drinking some hard shit. Uh, uh yeah. I, I tell you what, man. beginning with the hundredth show, I'll bring it back. Or hundred and first. Hundred and first. Sorry. Whichever happens first. Whichever. <laughs> Whichever. We've decided we've decided on this because of COVID. We are not doing a fucking Zoom meeting for our hundredth uh, bash. Yeah, we might just skip over it and just go to a hundred and one and go back and do a hundredth episode celebration. Yeah, uh, later, and y'all can just keep congratulating us on a hundred shows. <laughs> um, so yeah, it'll be back. It'll yeah. be back in year three. This yeah. is year three. It'll be back. Yeah. Uh, how how also wants to know, uh, what do you think would happen if we gave white people three states to exclusively live in, like Utah, Montana, and Arizona? First of all, thank you for giving them those states. Right? States we ain't never going to be in. Uh, I will tell you that those will be the three least visited states in the United States by anyone domestic or foreign. Facts. Um... The restaurants are going to suck. Absolutely. A lot Ooh. of wheatgrass oh, and man. potato related things. Just hot dog water. You just gonna be everything's <laughs> gonna be seasoned with hot dog water. Um a lot of a lot of inbreeding. Um <laughs> But the good thing about that is um, they will have no one to blame but themselves. They, they, and actually, it's true. That society is going to implode on itself because they don't have um, black or indigenous people of color to blame all their problems on. White people are going to see how sick how sick we are of white people, and they're going to try to they're going to try to defect. <laughs> no, no, you good? No, no, you're good. no, stay over there. You good? You good? I will also say that the that the day we corral white people in the three states, especially states that are relatively close to each other. Dana White is gonna ha- Dana White is gonna have the most lit UFC program of all time. You Dana White gonna get the Hunger Games started dead ass. I'd watch. He's already this close. The nigga got Fight Island. <laughs> the nigga got Fight Island. You only hear about that in WWE movies. I'm telling you, uh, Dana White. Dana White is about to jumpstart the end of the world. I see it now. I see it now. It would be so unlit, man. Damn. And right, it'd be the lamest fighters of all time. Yeah. Cause you see, just a bunch of white UFC fighters, a bunch of just a bunch of Irish dudes. Man, that'd be the only time Conor Conor McGregor climbs his way to the top with his with his weird ass. Um, thank you, Hal. Thank you, Mac. Uh, Chris, uh, everybody really, uh, Burn, Tales to Enrage, if Euphonic, everybody, thank you for the listener letters, uh, if you have anything else you want to ask us, opinionswhileblack at gmail.com, or log on to opinionswhileblack.com, 
Uh, and you can get in touch with us through our, any of our social medias or emails. Um, now it is time for the coup de gras. The top three STFUs. Who are the three people in America that need to shut the fuck up? Uh, we have one runner-up, Mr. Herschel Walker. Oh. Herschel Walker back on that bullshit. All you, all you really need to know is that he's still on this bullshit, on this, on this weird middle-of-the-road bullshit. He literally asked, why are we penalizing people for what their ancestors did? Because they're still doing it. <laughs> it's, it's that quick. It's that simple. And because the institutions that they designed to work to our detriment are still working to our detriment. Herschel Walker is a shiny is a shining example of what happens when you let CTE go too far. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. <laughs> um so yeah, Herschel Walker shut the fuck up. Um number 3 Look at him as he's saying this shit, though. He looks high as shit and confused. What are you sweating for? Why is he sweating? Probably out there picking cotton for fun. And it looks like a like a flop sweat. It doesn't look like he just got through working out or none yeah. of that shit. It looks like he just said a flop sweat. The, the, the NFL doesn't pay you that 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 monthly money to where you can get uh central air. Oh. My masters want me to pick this cotton. His beard ain't connecting. No, his beard ain't connected. Oh, oh man. How you got a five o'clock shadow that ain't connecting? Oh, how that work? It's only four thirty. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, Herschel Walker got to get the fuck out of here. He, he he's ridiculous. Tony Dorsett was better. The only, and the only reason he hasn't made the top three is because it's Herschel Walker and nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> Um, number three. Wait, and then when he when he a cowboy? Yeah, yeah. So fuck Herschel Walker. Fuck him, even when he went to Minnesota. Dallas individual Dallas Cowboys do not deserve to be on the top three. They don't deserve that much energy, <laughs> unless you're Jerry Jones. Um, number three is Sean King. Yes, that's right. The Man of Steel, Martin Luther Cream. Martin Luther Cream is up to no good again. <laughs> Uh, he got caught out there on Twitter. Um, basically, uh, he he made he did he did he did a tweet where there was a picture. It's one of these old famous pictures of the forefathers or whatever, and they're all they all have red dots on their forehead. And he says everybody that has a red dot on their head in this picture um, owned slaves, and the only two people that didn't either profited from it or facilitated it. Um, it the whole day didn't even go by. These are oh, it's all the people that signed the declaration. Yeah. Okay. So, not even the whole day went by before the original the original person, a documentarian, a documentarian named Arlen Parsa. That was the name I was looking for. Yeah. Jumps on, and says, first of all, you stole this from me." I worked hard on this, and apparently it was like it was like for a class. It was like for a college class and some shit. And Sean King tweet, uh, tweeted this and passed it off as his own without crediting her. Now, this is not a capital crime. Let me say that. This is not a capital crime. There's nothing he needs to be brought up on charges for. But the optics of it are terrible when every part of your career is being is being analyzed 
and evaluate it because you because nobody knows what you're doing with the money that you appropriate from people and that you and that by every everybody that's worked with you's description you are a scammer and a con artist yes it looks bad when you don't credit people in their original tweets especially it's something that they actually worked hard on and did research on especially when it's a woman of color you heard his little apology right uh, like, I did not hear the apology. He said <clears throat> one, so he itemized it first of all. I love those. I love when that shit happens. One, I approved the tweet written earlier that upset people. A junior staffer wrote it, but I signed off, so it's on me. Two, of course they sh- they should have credited the person who crafted the picture. They didn't know who crafted it. I should have paused it. Three. My apologies to Arlen Parsa. See, here's the problem. He got the same problem B. Simone has. You can't blame you. You can't throw your whole team under the bus, itemize what they did wrong, and then say you're taking responsibility. That doesn't work. B. Simone did the same silly shit when she told everybody that she that. She wanted a team to write her book for her. She didn't read the book, and it turned out everything that they wrote in the book was stolen. Um, Sean King, this does this works. This goes double for you. Whatever B Simone would be doing, should be doing, that goes double for you because we all know you're a fucking thief and a con artist. So you need to be working twice as hard to get half of what B Simone is getting. Um, you can't throw other people under the bus and say that's you taking responsibility. No, 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 no. You did not evaluate these things. You greenlit it. You Sean and, King's a fucking idiot. Him man. and DeRay both set the. They both kind of set the pace for this kind of shit, man. They do, man. And you know, whereas I haven't seen any evidence that DeRay is stealing anything. He also does look like the dude in the group project that lets you do everything yep. until the last day and wants to know what he can do the night before. And he wants to be the one to deliver the presentation. And wants to be the one to deliver the fucking presentation. That's Bitch. exactly right. Bitch. Sean King, shut the fuck up. Sean King, do better. You're better. You're a better thief than this. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> this is sloppy. This is sloppy. This isn't even... I can't even call you the Hamburglar. You're Swiper. Damn. You're Swiper. Swiper ain't never successfully stolen shit. Swiper, no swiping. The nigga gets called out every time. Number two, DJ Academics. Mm. DJ Academics is like the real life version of Paddington Bear. That's what he looks like. Mm, I think I still think Erica Badu um, said it best. Oh shit, Erica Badu got some shit on? Oh, this was like a couple years ago. Um, well, Erica Badu got some shit to say about you. That's that's bad. Because she said that he looks like Jerry the Jerry Mouse. from Tom and Jerry. Oh, he does. He does, and he always has that kind of worried look on his face. DJ, what? Now, many of you that know DJ Academics. Knows that he is one of these, uh, these one of these fake ass gatekeepers for complex. What has DJ Academics done now? You ask. Um, the same bullshit he does every day. 
Um, basically, he he got into a, a, a squabble with Freddie Gibbs. First of all, Act has a long history of getting into it with people that look like they could beat the living shit out of him. Yeah. Because uh, Freddie Gibbs looked like he would beat the brakes off of Act. While holding a bottle of Hennessy. While holding hand. a bottle of Hennessy and smoking a black and mild. <laughs> Freddie Gibbs will fuck you up. I'm a big nigga and I don't want no problem with Freddie Gibbs. That looked like one of them old school niggas that Dave Chappelle, uh, where that Dave Chappelle would play on the, on the World Series of Dice. Yeah. Yeah, you're just going to have to shoot me. Yeah. Yeah, Freddie Gibbs will fuck you up. Uh, so he got, so Axe started feeling himself and he went off on this, uh, first he went off on Twitter, then he went off on Twitch. He was going off on Twitch about how he got more money than Freddie Gibbs and how, uh, Freddie and how Freddie Gibbs is irrelevant and how um, just over nothing. And the funniest shit Freddie Gibbs said, by the way, was, "I'll pay one. I'll pay a bad bitch five G's if they admit to sleeping with DJ Academics." Yes. N- crickets. Oh, he said fifty. Fifty G's. Crickets. Crickets. No one. Um. So Academics was feeling himself. And, of course, everybody was getting their shit off on Twitter about it. Chrissy Teigen had something to say. And academics responded that John Legend needs to go get his bitch. (laughs) Called Chrissy Teigen out her fucking name. I don't even like Chrissy Teigen that much. I'll slap the shit out of you over Chrissy Teigen. And she'll do it for you. Right. She she always got that smoke on Twitter. I think Chrissy Teigen low-key has hands. Yeah. Somebody in the relationship has to. She got some square up in her. I don't think John does. Nah, she definitely got some square up in her. And sure enough, Academics got um, suspended from Everyday Struggle for two episodes, which I think is is light-handed bullshit. I didn't know anybody still listened to it. No one does. Everyday Struggle has been washed ever since John Legend left. Uh, John Legend, ever since Joe Budden left. I like Nadeska okay, but ain't nobody really... Everyday Struggle was always the precursor to the Joe Budden podcast. Always. Yeah. Um, um, Act was as replaceable. No, I don't think Rory and Maul are that replaceable, actually. I take that back. Um, Act was always replaceable. Act always is replaceable. He's a, he's a complex puppet. Uh, Nadeska will have a career outside of Everyday Struggle. Yeah. Act will not. Act is the nigga in the in the crew that laughs at all the that laughs at all the jokes of the niggas who can fight, but can't fight himself. Yeah, yeah, and nigga. Has that's never been tested. That's why you got knocked the fuck out, nigga. And has never been tested himself. And has never been seen in the crew getting any pussy. As a matter of fact, he is that one nigga that that bought that that's been whack all his life. That got some Jordans and a unit that one summer. <laughs> And thought he was going to come back and make a name for himself, and he didn't. Act is that nigga who went to... Freddie Gibbs jams, by the way. Um, Act is that one nigga who know he can't fight, who gets on campus and gets that hall monitor sash and that walkie that don't work, Yep. and you can't tell him shit, and, you th- and he act like you ain't going to see him at the bus stop. Ack is trash, dog. And and let me tell you, I'm so hard on academics because I'm hard on complex, and complex is kind of trash. And the way they handled this, two episodes is not enough. I don't think two episodes is enough. It's a tap on the wrist for disres- for Can- disrespecting women, especially cancel the with- show. Just cancel the show. 
and especially the way that they're that complex is under fire right now for how they treat women this feels like a tap on the wrist and it feels like it's confirming everything people say about complex this is a bad look for their brand Every and by by proxy, everyday struggle is a bad look for their brand. They need to get act the fuck up out of here, and they need to go ahead and cancel everyday struggle. Yeah, fuck that. Act is the worst, and and he's one of these and he's one of these niggas that I put up there as a gatekeeper that is just out there for himself, and I put him up there as a gatekeeper um, that doesn't need to be there alongside Vlad. Yes, I put him and Vlad in the same. Wow. In the same pantheon. Fuck Vlad. Fuck Ak. Shut the fuck up. Uh, and the number one person who needs to shut the fuck up, ladies and gentlemen, we have a returning champion. Uh, Mr. Terry Crews. Uh, That's right. Terry Crews is still on that bullshit. Uh, um, yeah, big swole niggas with no neck. Um, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey <man. laughs> I'm sitting right here. Uh, Terry Crews is, is back <laughs> on his bullshit, and he has been taking a he's been taking it in the teeth a lot over this black supremacy commentary. <laughs> Doesn't that just sound ridiculous? It's just it, it just doesn't make sense at all. Like quite literally, man. It's him trying to police the Black Lives Matter movement as though they have some power over white people that they don't. The whole reason Black Lives Matter exists is because we don't have that kind of power over the white man. We don't. And he is making them out to... I think he's... Conf, I don't know what he's doing, actually. I think he's conflating it with cancel culture or something. I don't know what the he's fuck he's doing. He's not shutting the fuck up. He's not shutting the fuck up is what he's doing. Because quite literally, nobody... Nobody is asking for his opinion on shit. No. Nobody, and it's again, it's the Dave Chappelle joke. Who gives a fuck what the nigga from Brooklyn Nine-Nine has to say? I'd rather listen to Andy Samberg talk about this shit than Terry Crews at this point. And really, Terry Crews is just Herschel Walker 2.0. The, the, the part that, the part He just got out of football before the CTE got to him. Yeah. See, my, my thing is, he's proving that he doesn't understand what's happening. He's proven. Just for... Simply from him saying, we have to ensure that Black Lives Matter doesn't morph into Black Lives Better. Nobody wants that to happen. Not Nobody thinks person. that's happening. Nobody's person. goal is for that to happen. Not a single person. Nobody's sitting around plotting on how we can how we can uh, evolve this into Black Lives Better. It's not a Pokemon. It's not a Pokemon where if Black Lives Matter gets enough experience points, it will soon turn into Black Lives Better. That's not how it works. It's not Digimon. Get the fuck out of my face. And 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 he all weekend he did not give up on this shit. He died on this hill. He's still dying on this hill. What is this? If you are a child of God, you are my brother and sister. I have family of every race, creed, and ideology. We must ensure that Black Lives Matter doesn't morph into Black Lives Better. Good for you, Terry. I have I have friends and family of every race, creed, and ideology as well. But they have no problem with me pointing out the problematic or anti-black elements within their culture. And if if you had real family and friends like that, 
they would be, not only would they be pointing these things out to you, they'd be stopping you from saying bullshit like this. There's no such thing as black supremacy, Terry Crews. None. There's no such thing. There is no systemic regime or systemic... Like, I, you have worked every muscle in your body except the one that matters. Your nuts. Your mind, no, that too. sir. That too. <laughs> that would be Crown Royal Peach. Speaking. Of. That would be the crown. God damn it! What the fuck? Okay, so <laughs> your nuts. I mean. Well, we know that's not the case because we know at least one (laughs) white example. What's not? Okay, all right. All right, we're not doing it. We just said we're not going to do any assault shaming. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do it. Despite him being a dumbass. Despite he has made himself a target, that is not fair to make the jokes. I still support the fact that he still does not need to be sexually assaulted. Agreed. As a victim, you know, as a victim, yep. we support the victim in all things. Yes. Um, except the the low key bigotry that is happening in these tweets. Yes. Um. So let's make that double clear. We support the victim in all things. You're still a dumbass. You are still a fucking idiot. Fuck you. Really. Um. Terry Crews and 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 I I can say with this episode because this is the third time in a row, in a row at least that he has made the top. He has made the top three. And it's at least the second time that he's been number one. God damn it. I think we're at a point now where, I like to say it's a lot, where Terry Crews doesn't need to shut the fuck up. We need to shut the fuck up engaging Terry Crews. Yeah. He has joined the likes of uh, Candace Owens. Yeah. Um, the likes of, uh, shit, uh, Lord Jamar. There are just some people... That we don't need to engage with at all. Mm-hmm. That where no fruit is being, there is no fruit being bared from that. Nope. You know, Mark Lamont Hill tried to have a little interview debate with Candace Owens mm-hmm. recently. Why? That's a waste. He must need ratings or something. No, but, he just needed somebody to talk to. Well, you know, Doctor Hill just kind of goes where the bag is. He hosts the basketball wise reunions. Yeah, wow, that's right. And I think, and I again, much like Terry Crews with Candace Owens and like the people like that, it's the Obi Wan Kenobi effect. Us engaging them and striking them down only makes them stronger among their base. Yep. Because they just take that and go back to their mostly white constituents and go see how these motherfuckers act. Yep. Yep. And that's getting old. That's getting corny. And we don't need to embolden them because it becomes like Hannity, where they're only strong on their sacred ground. So we just we we need to we need to just not just, Terry Crews. We're gonna shut the fuck up talking to you, but you need to shut the fuck up. You definitely need to shut the fuck up. Talk to the black half of your half wife wife and get your shit together, because she's not getting you together, and she needs to. Um, that's no disrespect to your wife, but that's all disrespect to you. Shut the fuck up, really. And it's getting to the point where you where you have become so lame that niggas ain't even afraid of you no more. We used to make all the kind of, kind of jokes about how Terry Crews will whoop your ass. Ain't nobody scared of you. Nigga, have a dance off or some shit. Real talk. Um, it's fucked up that he has become his his inner white character on, on white chicks. 
Um, D. Randall, have we done a podcast? Oh, we certainly have. We definitely did a podcast. Man, again, y'all better be thankful for these two-hour podcasts and we ain't got shit to do on Sundays. <laughs> uh, you know, because if this is Friday, it might not be the case. But A lot of material. A lot of material, a lot of shit to cover, man. Um, y'all, thank you so much. I, I Didn't we get another five-star rating? We got another we got five-star another rating. We five-star rating. Yes, we did. Man... For us to be still be a five star podcast two years later is an amazing accomplishment, especially with all the shit we talk. Man, with all the shit we talk and all the people we talking about, how have we not how have we not had it out with someone? <laughs> well, uh, Randall has not. I have. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> this goes part. This goes back to my my self care routine of not being online. Um, y'all, thank you from the bottom of my heart, man. I love y'all to death. Um, the numbers have been better, or have been better in June than they've ever been. That yep. means y'all are doing your homework. You're telling, you're 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 telling someone. Always talk about Fight Club. Um, the number one and two rules of Opinions While Black is talk about Opinions While Black. Yes, please. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend. Post it on your social media. These things are working. That, and that's the only reason I'm suggesting them. These things are working. And y'all are talking about them. Y'all are quoting us and shit. I see my I see my quotes come up now on fucking Twitter. Yeah. Y'all are taking me seriously. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Mm. Um, and it means a lot. And it means that um, I'm, I'm justified in my aspirations to take this podcast to the next level. And I'm making investments to take this to the next level and I'm making plans for this to be a better podcast and a better brand and the brand could only be what it is because of y'all so with that I say thank you stay healthy stay happy look out for each other Uh, keep us in your prayers keep each other in your prayers we will be back we're gonna be here I say at the end of every episode we're gonna be here we're gonna be here um, and we will definitely be back next week um, with uh, more foolishness and fuckery. Until then, this has been episode 94 94 of Opinions While Black. I have been Oz. And I am glad that we did not talk about Kanye today. <laughs> we don't have to talk about Kanye, man. We, nope. we'll, save, we'll save it for next week. No, we'll we'll save it for next week. We're good. Um, and as always, forever imparting titties. And whoever was uh, still setting off fireworks at four in the morning, fuck you. Suck my dick. Fuck you. My God, go to hell, bro.